Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. First of all, if you're getting $5,000 a month, you're not scraping up nothing, Drake. So you should have used a different choice of words right there because what's up? What's going on? Welcome back to yet another episode of your favorite podcast, DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here's where we keep you updated on everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A Dub. It is Tuesday, and it's a little jam packed today. We got 21 Savage versus Freak Nick Festival. Yeah, the beef is on right now. <laughs> Soldier Boy is not apologizing to Kanye West after dissing him crazy after not being put on the Donda album. Also, Lil Durk was not feeling the vibes at Howard Homecoming, decided to leave the concert early. On the more positive side of things today, though, there's new Jay-Z, Jada Kiss, and Conway on the way. Drake celebrated his 35th birthday, and ASAP Rocky's Long Live ASAP is coming to streaming. So uh, before we get down to all of that, though, make sure you follow the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, whichever one it says, because I feel like it says different things on different apps. Mm -hmm. So if it says follow on the app, follow us. If it says subscribe, subscribe to us, okay? Now let's get down to it. Okay, so 21 Savage versus Freak Nick. This all stems from 21 Savage's 29th birthday. He just celebrated it on October 22nd, and he had a Freak Nick-themed party. Right, and if you know what... Well, if you know what Freak Nick is, you may have heard of it. Like, what was it? Like, back in the 80s or 90s. It was just, like, a really sexual type of party. Like, everybody was just, like, kind of twerking on each other. Is that, like, what Freak Nick really <laughs> It was is? a little more than that. Ew. But, um, you know, that was the gist of it. Where you just show up, congregate in one place, and be as nasty as possible. Period. That's the simplest way I can describe Freak Nick. Uh, didn't witness it firsthand, but <laughs> saw pictures, footage from that time. And let's just say... That can't happen in 2021, at least not the same way it did back then, because they are still a thing. They are still um, a functioning festival, if you will, but just not in this as freaky as it was back in the day when it was really, you know, in its original form. Right. Either way, though, <laughs> 21 Savage decided to base his birthday a party off of Freak Nick. And, you know, Freak Nick was actually created in Atlanta. So they felt some type of way that 21 Savage decided to have this party theme and not acknowledge the real festival. So yeah, spokesperson said on Twitter, saw 21 Savage, Mega Measy, hashtag Freak Nick 21 last night at Underground Atlanta and looked like a super dope event. 
Sucks we're going to have to sue them when all we ask that they acknowledge us since it was a free event and they declined. Then they said spending over a million to revive a brand, fighting negative public perception, and proving we can do it two years with no issues comes at a cost. We can't let others infringe on that. So know when you hear them talk about the suit after we file it, know that we tried to work it out very easily beforehand. And when they posted that, they put up like screenshots of conversations between Freak Nick officials and 21 Savage's manager, which is Meezy. Mm -hmm. And basically they were saying like, yo, y'all can have it. It's cool. Just acknowledge us. Um, make sure y'all shout out the official festival. We like, we don't want no money. Just make sure y'all acknowledge us. And Meezy was basically like, nah, it's okay. We'll just change the name because we don't want to do all that. Yeah. So they didn't wind up changing the name. They had the party as scheduled. And then that's when Freak Nick came out and wrote that. Then 212121, <laughs> he responded himself with a very simple message. Yeah, his message said, y'all better sit down somewhere. <laughs> Clearly. Very 21 <laughs> Savage of him to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's more like a, yeah, just stop, quit while you're ahead, basically is what he's trying to tell them. So they replied to 21 again, and they were like, celebrities think they are above the law, but celebrities be quick to sue people who use their name or face without their permission. Shaking my damn head. They said, we are the owners of the Freak Nick trademark. All we asked is for you to acknowledge the rightful owner, and we would have asked you to do something positive, like post a link to raise money for charity, since we always do something good in the hood for every Freak Nick. What what do we think of this? Because on one hand, this is a birthday party. This is not a concert that people are paying to go to. This is not a festival. This is not a paid event that mm -hmm. 21 Savage was inviting people to. But by the same token, he is using the name and likeness of a festival that's already a thing. So where do we stand on this? Like, are we on 21 side or are we on Freak Nick's side? You know, we like to do our DX Daily Court case. Right. But I feel like I feel like I'm more on 21 Savage side because I feel like people have used Freak Nick a lot. And I don't know why the festival people are kind of like bugging about it. Like, like you said, he's not charging nobody to get into this party. It was just like the theme of it. Mm -hmm. like if I have a SpongeBob themed birthday party, you think I got to use SpongeBob likeness or pay <laughs> to use SpongeBob? No, it's just the theme of a party. So I'm on 21 Savage side. Right. And their argument, Freak Nick's argument was that these other people have done these Freak Nick themed parties, but they're not as big as 21 and they're not promoting it in the city of Atlanta where Freak Nick was created, mm -hmm. um, causing confusion for people to think that it's the actual Freak Nick. So I think that was their whole argument with it. But by the same token, 21 Savage is not making money off this. So how can you can you really control this or try to sue him for this or try to call uh say that he caused damages or something to your brand like i just don't see how they would have a case with this legally and as you know we are one of the top hip-hop legal podcasts yes <laughs> i can't say it with a straight face but yeah i don't really see how 21 would have a how they how freaknik would have a case against 21 but also you know you people get cease and desist all the time for using people's names that they have trademark or their logos and things like that so maybe they do have a case not sure we need to really get an official up here like a lawyer that really knows because <laughs> yeah. our speculations are just like i don't think so <laughs> i'm not sure we don't know the law forward and backward here you right. know but but we may have to get a, an official lawyer up here to shed some light on some of these cases that we talk about 
Yeah, it's coming soon. One day we're going to have that on here. So coming be dope. soon for DX Daily Court. Yeah, that'll be a cool feature episode. <laughs> now, let's talk about Soldier Boy while we're talking about people being at odds with each other. Because Soldier Boy is refusing to apologize for calling Kanye all types of B words and N words and every other kind of word, every name in the book that you can call somebody. Soldier Boy called Kanye that. All because he was taken off of the Donda album. Soldier laid his verse down. We heard the snippet. And Kanye basically was just like, yeah, nah, it's not going up there. And of course, Soldier was upset about that. And he was on an um, episode of Academics podcast recently off the record. And Ak was basically asking him, like, is the air clear between you and Kanye? Would there be an apology of some sorts? And uh, Soldier Boy, <laughs> his response was basically, nah. Soulja Boy said, I ain't apologizing for ish. I don't really know how to feel. All I wanted was an explanation. I feel like I got played, but it's all love. With time passing and ish like that, it ain't like I'm on some, I hate this dude, Kanye, blah, blah. Didn't he make it look like I was going to be on there, though? <laughs> he also said, I ain't calling it trolling, bruh, because it was real. I just had to speak my mind and let this dude know. Don't be doing no ish like that, bruh. In, his, in a very big Draco fashion, he said yeah. this. So I just don't understand why anyone thought that there would be an apology. Like, what about Soldier Boy? Big Draco made you feel like he was going to apologize for this. Yeah, apology is not in Soldier Boy's uh, vocabulary anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was funny, though, that academics brought that up. Um, I'm surprised we actually didn't get another Soldier Boy rant off of this. So maybe he is maturing a little bit because usually I feel like he would have went on a rant if somebody asked him about this. Yeah, I would thought so too. So look at look at the change in the growth that Soldier Boy kind of is um, pursuing. Growth, mm -hmm. maturity. We love to see it. <laughs> now let's talk about Lil Dirk. It's all negativity and bad vibes today. Okay, for the first half of these stories, yeah. it's it's hatred. It's um, it's disdain. It's all mm -hmm. of that. <laughs> so Lil Dirk was performing at the Howard Homecoming concert recently, and he was in the middle of his set. And I guess he wasn't feeling the energy or the vibes of the crowd. He wasn't feeling the sound of the concert. He wasn't feeling anything about it. So he just decided to be out. The vibes wasn't there for him. <laughs> so he was like, I'm gone. Yeah, he got on stage and he was like, hey, look, we were supposed to do more songs, but this is sounds so bogus. I don't even feel like this is for real, but I appreciate y'all for effing with us one time. Dirk wasn't feeling the vibe at Howard Homecoming. Hey, look, we supposed to do more songs, but this shit sounds so bogus. I don't even feel this shit for real. But I appreciate y'all for fucking with us in this motherfucker, man. Make some noise for the voice one more time. You know what I OT? It's to make some noise. <laughs> he said, hey, look, y'all be easy, man. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and head out. <laughs> he was gone. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of not mad at it because sometimes if the vibe is just not there, you just got to excuse yourself. Yeah, like, why would I even want to be there, too, if y'all really not rocking with me? I would probably leave, too. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to be out. You got to be gone, man. The energy wasn't there. The chakras were not aligned. Mm -mm. It was bad uh, spirits there. I don't know. Maybe they didn't sage the venue beforehand enough that there was bad energy. But Lil Dirk was just like, all right, I'm gone. 
Yeah, and even Gucci Mane and some of his artists didn't want to perform at the homecoming either. So what is going on? I don't know what the vibe was out there. Um, yeah, this was like yet another L on the long list of L's that Howard has been taking lately. Now, what happened with the Gucci Man situation was Gucci and well, really some of his artists were supposed to be performing at Howard's homecoming. But Howard was having some issues with their dorms and students have been protesting, basically saying that these are unlivable conditions. They were saying they had rats in there, roaches. They said mold, mushrooms were growing like Mm. crazy, crazy claims. And Howard is one of the HBCUs that has a lot of money flowing through it. So these type of problems should not be going on at that school. So it's just crazy. Like even anytime you hear about these big donations coming through to HBCUs, Howard is always in the mix. Howard has some very, 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 very rich alumni Mm -hmm. and they donate back to the school. So it's really no reason why they should be going through those type of issues with the dorms. But either way, Gucci and the art and the other artists was just like, yeah, nah, we're not doing that. If y'all got the students living like this, we're not performing. So that yeah. was another L they took recently. The whole Felicia Rashad standing up for Bill Cosby thing. That was a recent Howard L. I, ooh, y'all going through it. We're going to keep y'all lifted in prayer, yeah. Howard. But I can't say that I'm totally mad at the little Dirk thing. Like, <laughs> if the show is not... But you got to be willing to give up whatever if it's back end or whatever the case is or he probably got paid for that concert honestly on the front end yeah because it ain't like this no club appearance or nothing no quick little performance where you picking up <laughs> front end and back end so whatever if he violated the contract and got to pay the money back i'm sure it's nothing to him he doesn't care so yeah. hey it is what it is okay now let's talk about drake real quick because you know he just celebrated his 35th birthday what is it scorpio season Oh, Libra's done. Yeah, Libra just finished, and after Libra is Scorpio. Yeah, it gotta be Scorpio. Yeah, and then the album Scorpio. So yeah, Drake's definitely a Scorpio, but yeah, Scorpio season, that makes a lot of sense why it's so much, you know, uh, (laughs) so much salaciousness in the air. So many scandals going on right now. Scorpio season makes total sense. Mm -hmm. But yeah, anyway, back to Drake's party. So (laughs) it was a Halloween-themed Narcos costume party. So you have people in there dressed up like Pablo Escobar and things of that nature. Um, you know, YG uh, was in on the fun future. They dressed up. Then you had a couple of other artists that were there that didn't really dress up. But Migos rapper Offset, of course, French Montana, Jack Harlow, all of them were in there as well. So it was a big birthday bash. And Drake got some big gifts, too, for his birthday. Yeah, Young Thug gave him a extravagant chain from Eliante and also his manager, DJ Future. The Prince gifted him a Rolls Royce. Yes. Now, the Rolls Royce thing was really, really dope. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why. Because, okay, these people get luxurious gifts all of the time. They get cars, watches, houses, everything you can imagine. But the sentimental value behind the Rolls Royce that his um, manager, Future the Prince, brought him that was a dope story. So Drake posted a picture of it on IG and he basically broke it all down in the caption. He said, back in 2007, we used to finesse this Rolls Royce Phantom rental to convince people in the city we were designed to make it. I used to scrape together 5K a month to somehow keep up appearances. First of all, if you get $5,000 a month, you're not scraping up nothing, Drake. So (laughs) you should have used a different choice of words right there because that is not a scrape. That is a bundle. That is a bushel of Mm -hmm. cash, if you will. So so I didn't agree with that word choice. 
But moving on, he said, we whipped this to Ottawa to see Belly and Cash XO and to Montreal for my first show ever. I used to pick up Ovio Nico and roll every day to wait outside of Nebzilla class for her. Park outside 15 Fort York while me and Ovio 40 and Oliver Khatib go, would be upstairs cooking up what would eventually become so far gone. Mm. So now you see a part of the history of it. Like, yo, we written this whip, showing off, flexing with money that we don't even really have like that but still you know trying to convince people that we made it and during the process of all of this he's making so far gone classic mixtape it's just his it's history also he said even though i don't recommend putting yourself in financial trouble for material things i realize now that this was just my way of extreme manifesting i needed to see it and feel it and have it to believe that i could see and feel and have anything i wanted poetic okay I, I see why you're a rapper yeah that was real poetic yeah <laughs> and then last week he was like today in 2021 my brother future the prince tracked down the exact car that i used to stress over and gifted it to me it's mine now manifestation complete thank you for all the love and appreciation and gifts and text and dms more than just loved i feel truly appreciated and that is the only gift i ever needed wow there you go Oh, we should have put some violins under that, too, because yeah. that was just a tearjerker right there. Full circle moment. Like, imagine a car you used to stress over renting when you're on the brink, you're trying to make it in your career, and then what, however many years later, over a decade later, your manager buys you that exact same car, and it ain't like, you know, it was the little... BMW, no little Benz, nothing like that. It was a Rolls Royce. So I just thought that was a super dope birthday gift. You know how people be like, oh, well, what do you get somebody that has everything? Something yeah. with sentimental value that deep is is really a dope gift. So that was fire. Yeah, big shout out to Future the Prince for pulling that off and coming together because that I can only imagine how Drake must have felt for real in that moment. Right. Like Seeing some, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seeing it for the first time. Like, I know that's not. That's that's really the car. Like that's really really it. Yeah. Um, no, that yeah, that was fire. Speaking of fire, let's talk about this new Jay Z song. So you know, Jay Z is coming out with a new movie. Well, he co-produced this new movie that's coming out on Netflix called The Harder They Fall, and it's basically a movie about an outlaw named Nat Love who reassembles his gang and he's getting them together to seek revenge on the people that murdered his parents. And you got Idris Elba starring in this movie, Regina King, who is my fave, Mm -hmm. Delroy Lindo, Jonathan Majors, and a few more people. But amongst this whole new movie, now we get in this new Jay-Z song. Yeah, so in a new interview with GQ, uh, the film's director, James Samuel, he revealed the soundtrack and also some of the features on there. And one of them is a new song from Jay-Z and Jadakiss. He says there are two original Jay-Z songs, Wait Until You Hear King Kong Rhythm. It's the hardest joint. Let's put it this way. I've reunited Jadakiss and Jay-Z. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> Had to give it up for that. They ain't collabed in 15 years yeah. since Reservoir Dogs on uh, Jay's album, Volume 2, Hard Knock Live. And, you know, that was back in 98. So for them to be back together again on this, what? Yeah. And you also have... Conway the Machine on the song and London rapper Black Road G. And they did actually put out a little snippet of it, you know, with some scenes from the movie. So let's hear a little bit of that. Wow, boys, King Kong of the Cowboys. You see the bloodshed after you hear the loud noise. Brooklyn was a zoo. 
Little mummy swung through. Banana clips on a food wop. We want static. About my issue. Magazine on a pistol. National Geographic. That boy, hell. I'm really in the jungle, man. I don't sing songs. Bang my chest up. My name, King Kong. Break it to break it to my government. Them hard. Break it to break it to smash his head off the wall. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, as I'm listening to that, I'm like, okay, cool song. Always excited for a new Jay-Z verse, wanna hear Conway. But I'm more so excited about seeing the movie after just watching that little preview snippet. I saw Lakeith Stanfield in there, I think. So oh. I just, I don't know. I just want to see the movie more now. So I guess the song is doing what it's supposed to do. Because yeah. more than anything, I just want to watch it already. It comes out on November 3rd. And the soundtrack actually comes out a few days earlier on October 29th. So the harder they fall, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready too. It's going to be a good one. Now, lastly, Rihanna's boyfriend, better known as ASAP Rocky, <laughs> is putting out his beloved mixtape on all streaming platforms. So, you know, this is the 10-year anniversary of Long Live ASAP, of course, Rocky's breakout mixtape, and he's actually going to put it on all streaming services on this Friday, October 29th. Yep, and if you remember the uh, mixtape, it had a lot of hits on there, such as Peso, What's Up, Brand New Guy, a bunch of classics on that one. Yeah, and he is actually going to be adding another new song on there with this release, and it's going to be called Sandman, produced by Kelvin Crash and Clams Casino. So a little, little treat sprinkled on top, uh, but you are going to have one song that's missing, and that song is going to be Kissin' Pink, which featured ASAP Ferg and Out of This World. So you're going to have some, a little bit of a take it away, probably some clearance issues or whatever the case. And then you will get another new song, which is Sandman. So I'm here for it. I like this trend of putting out mixtapes that we love on streaming. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't know it needed to be a whole release and press <laughs> thing around it, but sure. Okay. That's fine too. Nikki did it with uh beam me up Scotty. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's cool. But uh, ASAP, we're going to need you and your girlfriend to put out some new music. Like, enough with the shenanigans. Like, I get it. <laughs> y'all chilling. Y'all having a good time. She building her businesses. You doing whatever you doing. <laughs> but I just feel like, all right, now enough is enough. Like, let's let's get in the studio, my friends. Can we? Can we please? Yeah, it's about time. Like, come <laughs> on. But that is, I think, a good note to end on today. New music from ASAP, new music from Jay-Z, Conway, and all of them. Yeah. That's going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. Hit that follow button and tell three friends to follow. Put some people onto this podcast, especially if you listen every day and you enjoy it. Don't be selfish. Yeah, don't do that. Don't mm -hmm. do not do that, okay? So put some friends onto the podcast and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And then be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A Dub on everything too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.